Hello and welcome to Sitcom Geeks. I'm James Carey. I'm Dave Cohen. And with us is a wonderful guest who I'm very excited to be talking to because he's written one of my favourite sitcoms of all time, Mr Don and Mr George. It is Jack Doherty. Uh, hello. Yes, hello. And I believe it's 25 right. years. It's 25 years. Wow. Uh, yeah, coming up uh, soon. And I, I'm really I'm delighted that you said that, that, that I wrote it as well and we haven't mentioned Murray <laughs> at all because I'm sure Murray will listen to this. He had very little to do with it. Oh, yeah, uh, and it's yeah. nice that you've spotted that. Right. Uh, you is know, it, I didn't realise is there a Blu-ray DVD version? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be cast. my commentary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I know it's 25 years because my son, my first son, Nico, was yeah. born right. in the middle of that recording. And so I was up all night right. uh, with, at the birth of my first son and then just drove straight from the hospital to, to do the recording, to do the run-through at 9 o'clock that morning, you know, to do the technical day and then do yeah. the recording that evening. So by 10 o'clock by the time we were finished, it, um, yeah, so I was completely flying. So I'd love to see the outtakes of that night because I was so jazzed and yeah. so hyper. Can you remember which episode it was? Yes, it was the one where my character gets jealous um, uh, when Don is dating somebody, oh, Miss okay. Burns, maybe. Right, okay, um, yeah. I'm, because it's 25 years and I haven't yeah. watched it since, so I'm, I'm a bit sketchy yeah, on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. She was an heir steward. Is that okay. right? Do you know this? You're um, claiming please. this is one of your no, favourite no. sitcoms. Uh, well, I, I know... I know I There's been a thing. Of, I know three or four of them incredibly yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, where you go on holiday, the Winslow Apple, uh, Winslow uh, Apple uh, yes. George, you've eaten my future. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, and you can run, a, but you can't, you can't hide your legs. legs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Um, and and I had them on VHS. I take, yeah, I take okay. them off the telly and yes, watch them. Yes. And then I think somebody taped over it. Kids, uh, don't do this at home. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck you, getting a VCR. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. I've still got them on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we still video. have a Betamax of your... Uh, yeah, 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 of course, of those yeah. ones. And they yeah. were, um, I think they're out on all four now. Four or 25 years. Or you can get them on iTunes as well, okay. all of them. Oh, well, I'm going to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There's been a thing as the one. Because anything on all four, in my opinion, is unwatchable because yeah. of the adverts they make oh, yeah, you watch. No, no. And then mm, it gets so stuck annoying. in a loop and shows you the same advert six times. And yeah. It's just, yeah. They haven't so, cracked it yet. That's why Netflix yeah. is winning out. Yeah, go, oh, yeah. But things, even iPlay have figured it out. Even the BBC have figured this mm. out. Yeah. And they are really slow yeah, yeah. this sort of thing. It's kind of amazing, really. It feels like it's being it's being dictated by the advertising rather than the the other way around. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, they're doing so what going, the advertisers tell them. So going, let's go. Let's let's start that with that twenty five years ago. Yeah. Bit. So mm. you you're doing a sitcom. Did did you feel so? It's a sitcom based on two characters that you've done. Yeah. In, in absolutely the sketch show. Yeah. Which I yeah bless you the other for the list both the listeners. I saw Jack the other day at a book launch thing, and I said that I was showing I'd been showing sketches from absolutely to my kids, and yeah. and we were sort of endlessly quote my. My daughter now says, correct in every particular, <laughs> uh, which is funny when a seven-year-old does it. And yeah, it's a line yeah. from, you probably don't even remember ever saying no, that line. No. And so, I uh, bless him, um, Jack sort of humoured me as I yeah. recited large sections of Because when comedy. you started talking about it, I thought it was a Callum Gilhooly sketch. No, and then it, it was a John and George yeah, sketch. And but was, you're right, people yeah, come up and yeah. someone came up to me in a pub and said, I hope you have sufficient underpants. <laughs> and again, going, no idea what you're talking yeah. about, but I'm assuming yeah. it's from some sketch somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we saw, when I, we saw John Finnemore last night, yeah. and he said that um, uh, Stephen Fry uh, had this four years after being in Blackadder, somebody screaming across the street, pigeon murderer, <laughs> which is obviously very famous <laughs> yeah. in history, but he sort of recorded it that night, not seen it since, not yeah. really thought yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's just like, 
and he yeah. was he was frightened. He said, what am I being accused of? What is this? <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. I but can actually a... go further back. Yeah. In fact, so in fact, we go um, thirty four. Yeah, thirty four uh, years. In fact, we uh, yeah. my first uh, professional Edinburgh, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, uh, and we were we shared the theatre with um, those the, the Bodgers was your yeah the, the four of you with the uh, four Scottish guys who went yeah. on to do absolutely yeah, uh, yeah. and then uh, but. The lunch in the lunchtime, you did a, the, a double act with with, with oh, yes. Murray, and I can remember I could actually recite quite a lot of that <laughs> oh, show. God, I must yeah, have I'd forgotten we did it at lunchtime. Um, the, 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 the screaming habda, ab, yeah. screaming habdabs, and then we yes. discovered there was somebody else called the screaming, screaming habdabs. Abdabs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember the Mars Bar sketch. Oh. Do you remember that Mars Bar, the stand-up comedian who? The, oh. What is it about Mars bars? What are the? Do they make it in a, a uh, factory and then what? Put it in a lorry and sell it in shops? Oh right, the, the uh, observational comedian yeah, just right. observes yeah, exactly yeah. what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Was yes. there not another? Did we not do another observational co- comedian who? was just really out there and going, you know that thing when you just shat in the bath and you're mushing up in your hands and... Anybody? You know, I, might, I don't know if that was in the same might, show, might but... Might not have been in the same show. Yeah, but might I, but I, I, yeah. I, Probably not the lunchtime show. We didn't yeah. do that. Um, I don't specifically... I can't I can't yeah. put my hand on my heart and say, I first saw Mr. Don Mr. George yeah. 34 years ago at the yeah. Carlton Studios, but I, I do... we did. Yeah, think I think we did some of that did, in that. Yeah. yeah. Have those characters then. Correct. And you were doing, you were doing a show with Paul B. Davis. That's right. Weren't we both... Didn't we... Both Junta. nominated for well, Tuxedo Junta. We were offered yeah. both up, yeah. both shortlisted the Perry. And I remember tragically we lost a brass band. Yeah. We lost to a comedy <laughs> brass band. But you kind of got all that suspicious. Yeah. That hurts. They were Canadian, Canadian yeah. brass. Ours. <laughs> A humorous tuba player. Humorous is already yeah. making me worried. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. there wasn't, there weren't really that many stand-ups no. at that point, anyway. Yeah. So it was all, you know, and ours yeah. was a sort of comedy play, anyway. Yeah. And you were holding multi voices. Yeah. We were, well, we were the you most traditional actually, because we yeah. were the sketch shows. And then there was That's right. the Hank Wangford band, oh, the God. brass band, and Frank Chickens. Remember the wow, Japanese, blimey, yeah. the yeah. Japanese girls, oh, the duo called right the Frank right? Chicken. Yeah. yeah. And then I next year we lost to a shortlist, but lost to. Um, much were happily lost to Theatre de Complicité okay, they were doing a show yeah, yeah they were doing a show a minute too late they actually won for more bigger snacks now but yeah. a minute too late remains one of my yeah. like you I must have seen I just kept going back yeah, I must yeah. have seen it eight, nine, ten times yeah. I couldn't believe well, how good I, it was I, I, I remember we were just talking about this earlier that um, they used to, I was when I was doing jongleurs a lot, and yeah. Theatre de Complice were doing like a 20 minute version of it, yeah. A Minute Too Late at jongleurs, a midnight yeah. show. And, things and how did it go down? Great. Yeah. Like, the was jongleurs audience so was just that there wasn't a sense that a comedy, you went to a comedy club to watch hmm. four young blokes in jeans yeah. doing the same, you know, doing the same types of jokes yes. over and over. Yeah. You just saw all, whatever was put, yeah. put there, mm. jugglers, mime artists. Yeah, yeah definitely. There was um, a slightly more variety, definitely, yeah. in those days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do the festival again this year for the first time in 20... Three years I've decided really? to do yeah. it. Yeah, is that or a Harley Davidson? First time since '93. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Or 25 years? No, 25 years. '93. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I might yeah. have seen you in '93 actually. Uh, Did a double act with yeah with Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Church At the Churchill Theatre. Yeah. yeah. My sister got married that year oh, in so Edinburgh. Absolutely. Oh, did she? Uh, okay, in cool. during the festival. Yeah. When yeah. it was possible to do something in Edinburgh that wasn't to do with the festival in August. Yes. Which is now. <laughs> which, no, no. Have you have you been back since? I've been back. Yeah. It's just A couple of times to visit. Yeah. Yeah, and I presented still, the one show one summer for yeah, that. But you, you're from there, aren't you? I'm originally? from there, yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. it's my hometown. Yeah. That's um, how I ended up drifting into this. Yeah. You know, because you're at school and suddenly you're aware of this thing. Yeah. 
that's around you and yeah. oh there's people doing this kind of comedy thing yeah. that aren't on the television yeah you know and you go oh so well, was maybe that an, that's was that an important thing for you then in terms of mm. what drifted you you know yeah completely. into the what so what were you watching when you were growing up on tv that you were then um, saying hang on this isn't on tv yeah uh, well what i watched i mean going right back would be you know starting off with you know just like everybody with like, morecambe and wise yeah. and stuff like that that that, and I do remember that I was unusual in that I, I knew it was written. Okay. You know, that yeah. I, even at 10, 11. So I was 10 in 1972 when they had the big Christmas specials. Yeah. And I remember seeing this guy, Eddie Braben, and being yeah. obsessed with, oh, so they're not making it up. Somebody's actually yeah. creating this. And yeah. then uh, my mum got me the book of scripts okay. by Eddie Braben. Yeah. And just seeing it, seeing how a script was written down yeah. and just seeing it. Oh, and that's how they describe the moment where he hits him. And yeah, yeah. It was great. And it still had one, one of my favourite jokes on the back of that book, which, uh, which as Eddie Braben writes the scripts for Eric Morecambe and Ernie White, and after Eric Morecambe had not his real name, he, he, took, he took his name from his hometown of Eric in Lancashire. Yeah. <laughs> and that still makes me laugh. And I remember yeah. so clearly going to my mum and going, no, look, look, why, this, is, uh, this is so funny. Yeah. Because you think. Yeah. You it's think it's going to be, going to be, to be Morecambe. And, but yet it's Eric. And so you're surprised and so you're laughing. And I don't think my sense of humour has actually got beyond that. <laughs> that I need to be, I need yeah. to have the rug pulled out from my yeah. head to go, oh, shit. I yeah. didn't know that's where it was going. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. by what you've done. Yeah. I'm surprised by a comedic notion. We don't need to deconstruct everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that and then the root was, of course, you know, the pythons and all. I like the straight sitcoms as well. I like porridge and mm. you know, Clement Frenny, big fan of them, yeah, and yeah. porridge, and, but then, of course, python and on the records. I, and then I did notice, ah, there's the Oxford Cambridge Review. Mm. And there were good years when I was at school. It was, you know, probably... Jimmy Melville and then yeah. you know mm-hmm. Angus Deaton I remember seeing yeah. uh, mm-hmm. when I was at school and all that so that became a possibility yeah and so you, were you guys all at school together the four of you uh, the four oh. Scottish guys and absolutely yeah we were all at school together um, they are considerably older than me obviously <laughs> so um, they were Murray and Pete were in sixth year when I was in first year wow and Gordon yeah, was, was in fifth year yeah so it was five years yeah. uh, difference but then they came <clears throat> Uh, they, I was doing like a school comedy show and they came back yeah. to see that and then asked they were forming this group to do yeah. the festival and they asked me to join right. okay. um, so that's how it, uh, that's how we all got together right. oh, wow. so, um, the Bodgers yeah. the Bodgers yeah. yeah and then that's what became then we did a radio show as the Bodgers right. and had the usual thing of uh, you all Tufton, Sergeant Tufton writing and going, I don't, they're all, they all appear to be Scott. Is this one man yeah. or is this, I don't, is it 10 of them? Well, I, was, I <laughs> remember, the, I, I I remember you making, uh, you, you, you pointing that out yeah. actually in mm. the show. And I, in fact, it was produced by Alan Nixon, Correct. wasn't it? Who was also another joke. Another <laughs> Scott. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I do remember there being sketches in this. Oh, it's a radio show. Oh, yes. And, and, <laughs> Well, you you don't do impersonations, you, but you were all basically yes. sounding like these four guys from Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> making jokes about that fact. Yeah. Yes, as you say. They, uh, exactly. Dear sir. Dear sir, how dare you? Um, it's it's bad then, enough to, having one <laughs> non. It's like having six Manuels. It's that old <laughs> yeah. story, isn't it? So somebody once said, "What's going on?" Um, uh, it's a must be apocryphal, isn't it? Must Which one's that? Oh, I don't know. Somebody said you can't have a, a sitcom with all. Some English commissioner go, you can't have a sitcom set in Scotland like having six Manuels. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm sure it's not true. Yeah. Um, but then, to be fair to Alan and to, to Sergeant, uh, to Flight Lieutenant, whoever wrote anything, I can't understand. That's how we mm. led to joining forces with Morwenna okay. and John Sparks. Right, okay. Which became absolutely. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then we're back to, yeah, and then we went and, and did Don and George on the back of that. Yeah. 
so what um in a way were you you weren't necessarily always heading towards a sitcom it wasn't like when you because of you know we talk about yeah. all types of comedy on the show but sitcom in particular did you feel that that was what you were graduating towards or was that like it just felt like this came up and you got to do it and so why not? yeah kind of just we wanted to do slightly long form in the back of it i mean we'd always written we'd written sketches mm. For lots of other people, you yeah. Know, throughout the, for other sketch shows, you know, from Spitting Image to Smith and Jones, you know, yeah. you know that. Yeah. When there was lots of sketch shows on telly yeah. and radio, so you could almost make a decent living just by writing yeah. sketches, which yeah. you can't really do any longer. But uh, but then two things happened with writing for other people. We realised that uh, hang on, they're all getting paid lots, and yeah. <laughs> there's cars picking them up, and there's a man yeah. who irons their sh- shirt, and strangers yeah. appear to want to sleep with them. What's going on? <laughs> you know, I, I, why am I a writer? This yeah, is yeah, so, this is right, yeah. Well, let's do... I'll let's have per- some of yeah, that. Let's perform yeah. our own stuff. Yeah. But also, you, there's just certain stuff that you write that's not, that's going to be yours, that's particular yeah. to you and not to Mel and Griff or yeah. whoever else. Um, so, no, we didn't really have it, and then we just fancied just going long form, and for some reason we thought that... Mari and I really liked writing... Don and George writing that world, right? That comedic world, and you know who was it? Was it Marty Feldman who said that unreal things in an unreal world, unreal things in a real world, unreal people in a real world, yeah, always work. Yeah, uh, real people in an unreal world works. The only yeah. thing that never works is unreal people in an unreal world. So okay, we, yeah. we tested that. Okay, so we went to Channel Four and said, "Can we prove this?" Have you got a million pounds? Yes. And we'll prove this to you. Unreal people, unreal doesn't work. Yeah. But, 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 it does but work. yet it works for many people. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if yeah. you like it, the people yeah. that like Don and George really like it yeah. and the people who don't really don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Because it also, well, because in one sense in particular, because of the tone of it and everything, yeah. so it was on, in one sense, it was comedy glory years for Channel 4 because they were also putting Paul Merton on, yep. you know, <coughs> uh, and they were all, you know, they were doing lots and, you know, Father Ted and loads of yeah. things. Vic and Bob Vic and were Bob. Yeah, yeah, Big Night Out because I worked in yeah. Big Night Out yeah. for a little bit. And um, so, so, but but to have a show like that on at ten thirty yeah, on a Friday like night on a Friday night, yeah, um, and people watching it going, do I need? I'm sober. <laughs> do I need to not be sober for this? Yeah, yeah. Was, but it was you know, for, but for me, mm. aged whatever it was, I was fifteen, sixteen or something. Yeah, just thinking, oh my goodness, this is, this is the perfect form of comedy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. this is. Physical wordplay. Yeah. There's an innocence to it that's yeah. so. It's very childlike. So yeah, childlike. because children do like it. Yeah, Murray and I often joke. Did we by accident make a kid show? A kid show because we removed all those things like political reference yeah. or impersonal or sexual jokes. Anything yeah. that came was that that bucket of yeah. where you expect to get your comedy, and suddenly it was left with a slightly blank there's, set. It became very. There's only one bit I've I, that I used to think, oh, I should show it to my kids, and then there's one, but there's one bit where. Um, the head of MI6 blows his brains out. Oh, yes. And a comical amount of blood pours off him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For like 30 seconds. Yeah. And his brains just keep coming, don't they? <laughs> and then a wig. And then I a think. wig, of course. <laughs> it would be a wig. I might have to fast forward to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They're not quite but, there for but that. But beyond that, yeah. it's yeah. so. Um, but yeah, it's funny. We, it has unusual. Um, Paul Feig was a fan of it, and absolutely. You know the guy who did Bridesmaids, bizarrely. Right. right. He was a big absolutely fan, and, and, mm-hmm. and kept in touch with Moena since, yeah. and Moena's been in a couple of his films. Um, but then he introduced me to an American writer, I think called, might have been Brad Isaacs, who then told me a story that they'd watched, a bunch of American writers would watch Dawn and George <laughs> out there, but almost, enjoying it, but almost also just sitting around going, they got this made? Yeah. <laughs> and this went out on, yeah. a, on a proper television channel. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. on... Yeah, you know, yeah. some scratchy cable yeah. access. Twenty-seven people. This was on, you know, one of the main channels, yeah. and you know that that was the joy of it. That yeah. they really just did 
go, okay. Did you realise that at the time? Go. Did you realise that it... Did, you didn't no, think, how did this get through? It just felt like the it next day. It felt like the next day, yeah, it just it, felt normal. It yeah. was uh, ten, 10 years of honing it as a live thing, yeah, presumably, yeah. meant that you yeah. guys were comfortable enough in the characters mm. yeah. and, and writing it. And so yeah. it, it, for, for you, it wasn't that sort of leap, was it? And I think and Channel 4 yeah. was were being very innovative in their comedy and, and, and that's what they were... Mm. You yeah, know, that's presumably what they they yeah. picked it up on the basis of. Yeah, 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 they were just into experimenting and throwing things out. And it just back to the usual thing of they weren't uh, afraid to fail. Yeah. And they had a few. Yeah, they didn't. You know, there were only one series. You know, like Parrot, like Graham and Paris, Arthur's yeah. Paris, which I really liked, but yeah. just didn't go. You know, there was they were sort of in a way. I think they knew they were looking for Father Ted, which they eventually yeah. got. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. Mm. It's that surreal, and they like, still crazy, have. Real, and still have, yeah. yeah. But it's in, I, uh, you know, yeah. it, it, it rings true. It's in, yeah. it's enough yeah. in the real world for yeah. us to buy it, yeah. And mm. go, yeah, I absolutely buy these guys on this. Yeah, well, that was Seamus oh. Cassidy, wasn't that it? That was Seamus. Was, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he, he was think, really, uh, yeah. He commissioned a lot of great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Vic and Bob as well. I mean, yeah. He, 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 you he, know, he was looking for. I couldn't have. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm always mindful when I'm reading anybody's scripts or giving my opinion. I'm always mindful of the fact that. If I'd seen Vic and Bob yeah. and had been the comedy commissioner, I would have had to have said, yeah. what is this? Yeah. How is this? Yeah. Why is everyone laughing? I literally yeah. I don't have the software in my head to yeah. get it. Yeah. And well, at that ha- point, you need yeah. to trust people to say, yeah. seriously, yeah. it'll be... And you have to go down, unfortunately, they're doing it live. So you, yeah. you get to see that. And we were out, did the Montreux... Um, no, not the Montreux, the Montreal, yeah. just for laughs, just yeah. festival. And Vic and Bob were out doing it at the same time, and the great thing was that they did—they made absolutely no concessions <laughs> at all <laughs> to the audience, and it was just five hundred people and six of us at the back yeah. kissing ourselves as yeah. they went on about Keith, whatever Keith yeah. Jaguar nailing yeah. bacon to. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Well, that was always yeah. that uh, I remember because Vic, uh, Vic used to come down to the Tunnel Club every yeah. Sunday, and I used to do stand-up shows there, and uh, it just was the the ritual was oh. Uh, Malcolm Hardy say, oh, oh, here he goes, oh, Vic Reeves, and everybody, uh, the glasses would come out, the plastic glasses. Yeah, yeah. He'd go on and they'd just throw the glasses at him and he'd go, fly me to the moon and all that. <laughs> and, and you watch this guy and you just thought, God, I don't know, you know, I don't know if this guy is funny yeah. or not, but he's got some bloody bottle. He yeah, comes, like, yeah. Week after week, he comes yeah. back to be abused by yeah. this audience. Who, but he knew, you know, he knew, yeah. Yeah. he knew. He knew they kept they turning up to see yeah, him. They, yeah. they would get there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you did have to, we pitched absolutely, uh, exactly, and absolutely was much more written. You could, I'm sure you could read that script and go, okay, yeah. that's wordplay, and that's, but there's still sex with the visual, and we, uh, and when Channel 4 were humming and hawing, they, they, they were saying, well, how, we're not sure how this, so we said, well, okay, we'll come in and perform it to you. I mean, I can't believe that we would do mm. something like that. But again, that's the great innocence of being yeah. relatively young. And so to Seamus Cassidy and Mike Ball and the boss and whoever else was there, literally, I, I, I kind of take a glorified table read. Yeah. Because there were bits, which was, you know, John Sparks yeah. uh, holds his trousers and moves his knee whilst humming green sleeves. And yeah. you kind of go, well, <laughs> there's a leap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you read that, you go, yeah, could I have twenty of those. Probably yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you go, you see John doing, you go, oh right, okay. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I would never. Could you imagine doing that now? And the problem is, you get. Well, there aren't any. You lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There aren't any sketches. Mm-hmm. B, you lose your innocence. At you know, when you're in your hit your fifties, you're not going to yeah. go. Can I just? I'll come in and read it to you. Yeah. Well, that was interesting because <laughs> you know. I was interested in what you were saying about um, the the Mon- uh, Montreal Comedy Festival. And yeah. The fact that 
it, to you guys, it was hilarious. Yeah. And I've, I've heard other comedians tell stories of how they would dare each other to go out there and do... And, and yeah. just sort of pull faces <laughs> and not even do their act. Yeah, yeah. And you're backstage with, you know, with American comedians who've yeah. honed a 12-minute thing yeah, yeah. so that they can get their slot on Carson or whatever. Yeah. And the Brits are just like... Yeah. 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 And so... Yeah. Tellingly, other than Craig, other than Craig Ferguson, right? Who 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 did play that game very well. He was, but yeah, I think he was much more interested in let's go. Let, I'm yeah. going to get to America, right? But did a really tight set. Okay, agents there, you know, Caroline from Caroline's in New York, yeah. I'll book you, and yeah. you're right, everyone else. Yeah, going, and he's one else. He's so famous in America in a yeah. sense. We've literally never heard of him over here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's mm. not. Yeah, he's, he could come and play a tiny place. Well, I remember, yeah. I remember right. Bing Hitler very yeah, well. Yeah, actually. that's right. The character he used to do on the stand-up oh, okay. circuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't Hitler in Heil, Honey, I'm Home, was he? No, he wasn't, <laughs> no. <laughs> there's, there's another one series. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, sure that, wasn't it, Jeff? I, I think it was, yeah, yeah. Jeff, Jeff wrote it. We wrote it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we wrote, um, um, what channel was that on? I think it was an early Sky show. Well, it was B. Sky B. Or it was still BSB before it was B. I think it was... It was what killed BSB when he got, <laughs> so got taken over by yeah. we go in and there was a daily show a topical show as well which uh, had never yeah. been and that was uh, every day we went in knowing that our show was going out to six people possibly yeah. and every, every day you think this is going <laughs> to end isn't tops. it I'm getting paid stupid money to be here and, and every day there'd be like a really big name guest oh, mm. we've got Graham Gardens hosting today oh well, we got uh, and then the next week it was like um, Neil Kinnock or something yeah. like that. Really, huge names. People come in and do this topical show. Nobody watched. And, and what every, was the show called? Up Your yeah. News. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah Nine yeah. months that show lasted, and that's when that and they were making Hile Honey, I'm Home at the same time. <laughs> also getting an audience of yeah. three yeah, people. Yeah. It was the, the Squareal. Yes, the, I remember the, the Squareal. The, the yeah. Satellite. Yeah. They, their satellite dish was square. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. And then they died yeah. out very quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Why the yeah. sky? Well, well. It was probably the making of Rupert Murdoch, that TV program. Yeah. I think in some BSB. small way you have contributed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. The rise, yes. the inexorable rise. But, do, I mean, in one sense, is, is that, do you think, healthy? Because I think now there is a real kind of, everyone wants to be a writer, you know, the most popular... Uh, the most sought-after job, according to the Guardian, is novelist. Yeah. Um, because it feels like a you know bohemian sitting in your garret and then going out yeah. for coffee and writing and stuff. Mm. But and but also there's a lot of young people who are sort of determined to make it both in stand up and in writing. Yeah. Whereas it feels like there was an innocence in the eighties and nineties of just like, how long could we get away with this for? Yeah. Before somebody makes us work in a bank. Yeah, I think. Or I, yeah. I come crawling back to my dad saying, "I will work in your print works after <laughs> <Yeah>. all." <laughs> yeah, there was certainly. I think I'm always wary of you know when you talk about you know mm. back in your day yeah you know because um, yeah. I would do that with I've met Jimmy Gilbert a few times you know who, who ran Comedy Congo but father and he was all oh yes we just used to order 12 we'd mm. watch it go out yeah and you go god that sounds great and now I'm talking about my era oh that sounds great but I yeah. think you're right there was a certain there was a certain glee of we've escaped yeah mm. we were going to be you know I was going to be a mm. lawyer Murray was going to be a lawyer you know Gordy was a teacher you know whatever yeah. And exactly that. God, we've got out. We've managed to. Yeah. And the downside of that is that you you do sort of treat life like a massive weekend. Yeah. And you just go on one for like thirty years. Going, yeah. We're still getting away with this. Yeah. Like, you know. But in one sense, I mean, that's kind of quite a healthy thing because I think yeah. if you want stuff too much, 
especially now when it's even more competitive. Yeah. And that yeah. being, because, you know, when people ask me when I, about my sort of trajectory, even 20 years ago when yeah. I was leaving university, even though I knew that stuff on TV was written, it didn't occur to me that I would ever be one of those yeah. people to write them. Yeah. Even though I'd sort of written stuff at university, I'm the son of a dairy farmer yeah. from Somerset, and everyone who went to my school has ended up becoming a missionary or a bishop. Yeah. Um, and so it was even uh, even though I was quite good at it yeah. and I was doing it, yeah. it still never quite occurred to me that I'd yeah. be allowed to do it. Whereas now it feels like there's a lot yeah. of pressure on people to make good choices and people listening to this show will be thinking, yeah. how can I get a career? Yeah. And actually maybe there is a healthy attitude of you've got to, you've got to do it because you love it. Yeah. You've got to enjoy it. And if you're not enjoying it, you should probably do something else. Yeah. That, yeah. If, yeah. If you want to do it, you'll find a way of doing it mm. because it's just what drives you. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. if you write, you write, you yeah. know, and if you write comedy, it's, it's in you. I yeah. was at a dinner party the other week and a, a therapist, she was the other, yeah. one of the guests, she said, why do you write? And it was like, it was a question of such stunning simplicity yeah. that I was completely, I'd never even considered. Right. It's just something I'd done. Yeah. yeah. Oh my so life. You, so you lay down on a couch. Yeah, I lay down. <laughs> then it became a therapy. And then we decided you it were traumatized. Be, it was, yeah, it was so that you could control, so, because your life is so out of control and mess and yeah. doesn't have yeah. the conclusions and the narrative thrusts and the tie ups oh. and the three plots. Yeah. Because it's just so random yeah. that actually, right, so we've got a little bit of control over okay. something, you know. It, does, and that, it could be something. Could do you think that, that. that's what you came up with for you? That's what I came up with for me. Because I think everyone's just trying to impress her. Because <laughs> <laughs> we spoke, we talked to, when we spoke to John Finnamore uh, yeah. the other day, John, I, I asked him whether he was one of those writers who enjoyed writing or one of those writers who enjoyed having written. Yeah. And he was very yeah. much the second. You yeah. Know, there's, a, there's a tiny bit at the start where it's exciting and you don't have to do anything. Yeah. There's a tiny mm. bit where it's just all yeah. coming together at the end and the bit in between is hell. Yeah, yeah. Because I kind of quite like the bit I in between. I kind of like it, yeah. yeah. I suppose yeah. There, there's the thing, there's there's the, on the one hand, the not fitting in and being the outsider and whatever and, yeah. and, 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 and making creating a world that makes sense for you. And then on the other hand, and then what's the kind of people that have come out of the last 30 years, there's a, there is that sort of element of showing off. Really. Yeah. And and so Completely. I think that's probably why so many of our sort of generation have that become that there's a, the writer performer thing. There's, yeah. there's more that there is a little bit of that having the having written mm. aspect of yeah. it is is quite a yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is, is another is another part. But I think that that that's a yeah, it, yeah. it's a deep question, isn't it? Yeah, it why is. Why? It's one that you don't really if you're just doing yeah. instinctively. Mm. But yeah, you, and writer performer again, it's a, it's another mm. it's another. Yeah. Branch, isn't it? From yeah. if you just but you, you, but yeah. you actually were writing for other people a lot. Yes. Um, yeah. Writing so sketches would, for yeah. Smith and Jones and Spitting Image yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then for you can apply so that discipline yeah. of others to yourself. Or did you find that when it was just when you knew it was for you, you weren't quite as rigorous as you could have been, or maybe you were thinking they're going to be looking at me, so that this is better, even better. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got the fear that you're the one out. Right. In front of those people trying yeah. to get the laugh, because all because yeah. you you, 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 you were doing the Edinburgh Fringe, weren't you? Every yeah. year, pretty much from yeah. the, through the eighties. Yeah, eighty to eighty-five. Then yeah. a year off. Then two more years, eighty-seven, eighty-eight. I think Murray yeah. and I did the double act on, rather than the full four. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so yeah. you were always you were always yeah we pre- were always performing whilst writing for other people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I think again it was another 
beyond that leap mm. of I'll never get to write anything. Yeah. You know, the first ambition was I think it wasn't. You know, it was, let's get an additional material credit. That was about yeah. As that was our dream. Yeah, you know, as far yeah. as we go. So then the next leap is we can actually perform this ourselves. Can yeah. we, we, no one's going to hire us as the performers, yeah. and yet they do because some things just work. Yeah, in a very specific mm. way by specific people. You know that. Mm. Here is stuff that only will work with me and Murray Merwen and John Sparks mm. or whoever, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. And you can hear them. I was writing some yeah. some stuff for Milton the other day. Yeah. Knowing actually knowing that I think Dan Tetzel was going to be performing this particular bit. And yeah. I was smiling to myself, hearing him say <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and also excited that he'll find bits in this yes. that I've not put in. Yeah, yeah. Because he's also a writer, a fantastic writer in his own right. Yeah, that's the real joy of yeah. when you work with a what I would call yeah. a proper performer. Yeah. That you just and I've done it as an actor, I've been standing on you know, stage or on a yeah. recording with someone and knowing that my my face is going Shit, you're really good. <laughs> <laughs> you're really so much better at this than me. I remember, you know, saying, oh, acting opposite Roger Allen. Right. I just go, shit, man, you're so, you're so great That's at this, good. you know. <laughs> and Roger, I loved working with Roger because as a writer, I don't know if you do this, you'd always put, you know, occasionally in brackets, you know, angrily. Yeah. <laughs> Decisively. And Roger would always, oh, John, I just want to word, John, ah, thanks for that. I, w- I would have been absolutely lost. <laughs> Without that. <laughs> so ang- angrily. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you go, yeah. I'm sorry, man. But well, you know, is, it's just wanted to be clear it's yeah. a good, for well, somebody it's, reading it. It's actually a good thing to <laughs> think know? about because before I ask, what the hell were you working with Roger Allen on? I'm slightly yeah. obsessed with him. Yeah. Um, but it is, sometimes I think people do wonder should I put stuff in or leave stuff out? Yeah. I only ever put stuff in like that if, for example, if it's a radio recording. We're doing two yeah, yeah. in one afternoon, yeah, an yeah. evening, and there's just no time. And the the line is no. Yeah. And you could go yeah. no or no or yeah. no. Yeah. Or, and you're just like, yeah. we don't have 20 minutes to find the best no. Exactly. I've thought about this all yeah. week. Can we just do it this yeah. way? Can I draw your attention to exclamation marks? Yes, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Three, yeah, two. Oh, I've already at this level of, except yeah. I've already yeah. been told that actors don't read it with yeah. punctuation. Yeah, yeah. So don't yeah. even bother. Don't with, even think don't about it. Don't get right. And my yeah, writing yeah. partner Richard occasionally would sort of agonise over commas and apostrophes. I'm just like, yes, yeah. I d- bless I, you, yeah. but they really don't. Then really not reading that. I do. I do sometimes read scripts from newer writers where it's says, you know, uh, Bert, brackets, uh, angrily whilst thinking about yeah, uh, yeah. the fact that it's uh, been a sunny day today and he's got too many clothes on. Angry but yes. wistful. Yeah, yeah. Angry but wistful, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, is, there, there can be, a, a, yeah. a, 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 pe- people can overemphasize their... their uh, um, yeah, you know, stage yeah. instructions. Or they start directing. Be sparing. Yeah. Be sparing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, there's a good. I read. I think it was the. Uh, I think I first saw it done in the almost famous. You know that uh, movie yeah. Cameron Cameron Crowe wrote. Yeah, it, I yeah. think. And the first time I saw it done, it was what he did was he put, just puts at the end of um, a description of action in italics what the character's thinking. Right. And it really is effective. So you know he sits down at the bar, lights a cigarette, and watches the girl walk by. Italics. He'll never know. Right. And you just know yeah. exactly what that character's thinking. He's yeah. never going to have a relationship with yeah, that yeah. girl. And yeah. you go, okay. 
Yeah. And as an actor, you'd be going, right, okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then going, he wistfully looks at the girl, and in his mind, he knows that he'll never, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. So what were you doing with Roger Allen? Sorry. I did a, a, a show which didn't really work uh, for two seasons called The Creatives. Oh, yes, of course. It was an advertising yeah. thing. Roger was. I want to say Charlie Snow, but surely we even wouldn't have gone for a cool yeah. adult <laughs> character called Charlie Snow. Maybe yeah, we right. did. That's a fairly young yeah. Roger Allen, there. That was a fairly he? young, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So good. So what? So you've, yeah. you've described it as a as a failure. Uh, yeah. I, well, two, I was in two seasons is not a complete no. failure. <laughs> so, well, exactly. Um, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. But, yeah. but what what for you? If you could if you could go back and change it, would you? What would you do? I think it's the usual lesson. It's just got to ring true. You know. Right. And it didn't quite ring true. And I think centrally, I think maybe it's one that Murray and I should have stepped back from, written it for other... Right. You know, got more people like Roger in it. Yeah. But we played the two central characters and we were just too similar in our character. So oh, they were just okay. two versions of sort of the same person. In a right. way, I think. Thinking back on it, I, it's so long since I've since I've seen it. And also, I just think it, uh, Milieu as well, a number of people have tried the uh, franchising mm. uh, set yeah. for, and none of it's really worked, even in films particularly. Well, I think... Adam was in... Buxton was in one... Well, yes, the, 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 um, the prototype is, of course... The Persuasionists, um, I think. Well, is, well, is, uh, that one, yeah. Reg Reggie Perry, you know, great super. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah. The two guys in... Uh, yes. Uh, but in that, that yeah. felt to me more like a slightly Kafka-esque office. Yeah. yeah. That he didn't sort of quite know. So yeah. it was a Sunshine Desserts or something. That's right, yeah. But you yeah. sort of... It was... It felt yeah. like a bureaucratic company yeah. where mm. the boss was the most important thing and the fact that the boss was seen to be the boss yeah. was the most important thing. Is it maybe that the, the, further in the did you well, did you <laughs> did you break your own did you break the golden rule twice then with two different shows about being unreal people in an unreal world because <laughs> yeah, because yeah. to normal people as it were yeah advertising is already yeah unreal. it's already a bit heightened yeah no we're, I think we were pretty real I think the car the characters were real it wasn't very uh, surreal I think it also fell into uh, we weren't we weren't quite sure what we were making again that's the mm. simplest advice we ever got from Jeffrey Perkins so I think commission creators or was certainly executive producing mm. what was that just know what you're making mm. and he kept saying at the end of creators said I think it's not going to go again because it's BBC one and a half yeah, yeah. I've heard and that. that. Yeah, and that's mm. obviously a phrase that people use. Yeah. But when we now it wasn't broad enough for one, and it wasn't quite edgy enough for two, or experimental enough, yeah, so yeah. it just kind of slipped through. And most of the people that it were Scottish, so of course it was it was six man wells again. It was just <laughs> what were we thinking? Yeah, no, crazy. That'll never work. No, no, imagine no. a Spanish show with six man wells. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> imagine that. Um, one Brit. But, yeah, but so, yeah, so we launched Roger yeah. in many ways. I yeah, think Roger would, much, would say yes, that, that, yeah. that the National Theatre. Yes, yeah. uh, they, may, they may have spotted him yeah, first. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's interesting. I mean, but, sort of knowing what you're making is important. Although, however, you might then, you, you, in one sense, it feels like you need to have an unshakable conviction of what you're making. Yeah. And once you've made it, you may discover you've actually made something else. Yes. Yes. And then once you discover what you have made. Yeah. to keep making that <laughs> yeah, rather, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean I think there's yeah, quite a lot yeah. of yes it could turn out to be something else you go it, down one road and yeah. go, no hang on because it feels this. like yeah. writing you're, yeah. you're trying to con yourself all the time yeah. that you know what this character is and what they're doing but you need to be sort of open to the fact yeah. that you're that that might not be the case yes. and in the same way you write draft one you have to think this is it this is perfect. Yeah. And do you know what? For the first time, we're going to perform a draft one yeah. because this is great. And a, yeah. and you have to suppress that bit of your knowledge just going, you're going to do eight drafts. Yeah, yeah. What, what, why yeah. are you saying these things to <laughs> yeah, yourself? Yeah. Because you would, you would start, you couldn't do it. Yeah, you're tricking yeah. yourself all the time. 
I guess there's also yeah. a part of you as a writer performer that sort of thinks, well, it's it's me, you know, that's what yeah. it's about. It's about me, or yeah. it's my my creative relationship yes. with Murray, yeah. and you know, so it's yeah, yeah. as a, as a as a piece of as a performers, I guess you're sort of trusting yourselves to know to know what's to, there, uh, yeah. To, to, to you've kind of taken a shortcut. There. Yeah, and maybe that's right. Maybe you say if you had just been writing it, uh, yeah, and you'd, you'd step back exactly. and, that and having a, an actor going, oh, "Hang on, yeah. uh, wh- why am I doing this?" Yeah. Rather than Murray and I just knowing each other too well, yeah, and thinking this is how it works. Yeah. But it's interesting you say about a version of yourself. I've recently written a script that I can't get sold, which is you're know, fairly autobiographical, and it, you know, someone about my age, problems with you know his kids and his stepkids and his wives and his ex-wives, and you know, just a kind of scratchy, hmm. vaguely Indie-ish kind of thing. And everyone who's read it's going, yeah, I really enjoyed that. But I just, I, I just don't believe the central character. I don't believe the things that he does. And it's that moment where yeah. you're going, I've done yeah. every single one of those things in that script. I've done, I said that, I've done that. I, I've, I, that's how I behave with my children yeah. on that occasion. But you're sitting in a meeting being told that, so I am not a credible fictional character, <laughs> and yet I exist, you know? And again, yeah. it's kind of back to what we were saying. Your life is very poorly yeah. plotted, by yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's there's like, no art. There's, there's no art, yeah. but yeah. that's what we're saying. There is no art. Like, yeah. There's no necessarily yeah. a happy ending. A is not going to touch yeah. B, is not going to touch C. It's a, all I realize are shambles. It's just yeah. absolute shambles. And so that's um, so it's 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 hard, it, yeah. and I go no, it's, it does. It, I am credible. It happened. Yeah. Well, how <laughs> it's not good enough, yeah. I reckon. Well, in, so in a way, just going, we're talking yeah. about what you don't quite know what you've created, and with the creatives, you yeah. saw it, and it, and, you know, and then you could get some distance on it. But when we last spoke conversationally, you were talking about movie scripts that you've been yeah. writing, yeah, and how incredibly long process. Yeah, how, I mean, how have you been able to keep going through that when it's sort of. Well, getting a film even shot is amazing, yeah, well, let alone made yeah. available. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, we haven't got it. I haven't had one shot yet. I've been paid for like four, right? I right. think. To, so you know, I, they've they've been written. One's fallen apart, you know, with actors on the plane, good, ready to go to location, you know, and the money fell apart. So you get that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's just I like film, and so I'm interested in trying to get yeah. them made. But you know, I, I'm aware that I have to. I'm not in the film business, you know. I'm yeah. try, I make money from radio, TV, well, nobody, live nobody stuff. Nobody in the UK seems, seems to be, in the film to be business, yeah. So, but we're all fascinated by yeah. them, and we'll we'll give it a go. Yeah. Um, and then some just move to LA and never come back. And never, yeah, exactly. And the, you know, the whole of Hollywood is stuffed full of British yeah. actors, directors, producers. Yeah. We are sitting Completely. in. We are here in London, one of the greatest financial centres in human history. Yeah. And apparently, the British can't put together a film yes. industry. Yeah, yeah. It just. Doesn't make sense. I don't, yeah, I literally don't. Yeah. Understand. And we have the, the studios yeah. and and all yeah. the technical stuff that's yeah. in yeah. most of the blockbuster yeah. films is made in right here, just around yeah. the corner from here. Yeah, yeah and, but we don't have yet, those low budget individual yeah. ones really. It's yeah. a t- type genres obviously. But maybe it's going to change. Maybe the Netflix thing where they commission yeah, movies. Maybe, yeah. And, I mean, the thing about film is it's never in the old days in television. It was always you know it's getting a little bit more. Uh, there's another option in television always. Mm. Oh, there's Netflix. Apple's going to start mm. making. Uh, whereas in the old days, it was like three people saying no, that was kind of it. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you weren't going to get it on ITV, there was three people you were selling to. Whereas film, there was always, you'd be in a meeting, someone would go, "There's a fund in Luxembourg. Yeah, can you get one, you know, one uh, person in Luxembourg?" And that's all true. That's what you find in yeah. that world. That I've actually sat on a conference call with a script about two old Scottish guys doing the, you know, performing in Canada. Yeah. Doing the chicken in the basket tours in Canada, you know, hating each other, it's kind of Harry Lauder yeah. types, and um, 
uh, and Bill Patterson was attached, and then uh, Pete Postlethwaite, Ken. So anyway, I think it was Bill Patterson and Pete Postlethwaite were going to be the two. But uh, the director having a conference call with the sales agents and Jonathan Lynn, his director. Yes, so one he of my was heroes. attached. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You learn an awful lot from Jonathan, yeah. obviously, in comedy. <laughs> and they were obviously just flicking through um, films that Jonathan had directed, because suddenly this American disembodied American voice went, "Well, I, Cuba Gooding would be good for the figures." <laughs> and you kind of go in, in what role in this yeah. two seventy-year-old Scottish? <laughs> yeah, he's a great character, character actor. Great. Yeah. 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 We, well, can yeah, you get him in it? <laughs> well, we could, I suppose, if we wrote a yeah. new part for someone like Cuba. <laughs> but also, and then it's all true. And when we spoke true. to Toby Davis the other day about a move about Gunshy, which he okay, wrote, yeah, yeah. Um, which ended up with Antonio Banderas in it. Yeah. But he was sort of rewriting drafts of a script to oh, it's going to be Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's not going to be him. It's going to be yeah. this. It's going to be that. Yeah. So you could you could put a Cuba Gooding Jr. as their agent in it yeah. or something. Yeah. And then here it is, and oh no, that went away. They're not they're not doing it now. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Or you're getting conversations that which mm. because so much is based on pre-sales of which actor can is better for sales. Is yeah. what we're saying there. And if you're getting down to Scott, you know Peter Mullen versus Bill Patterson, you yeah, can well, yeah. neither of them. I'm sure they would agree. Yeah. I'm not offending them. Are yeah. are, are, are Tom Cruise box office? Yeah. You know, no, just cast no. it appropriately, yeah. and so it's got a chance because it'll be true. Yeah. Word will get out, and people will come and see it. Don't try and crowbar in people yeah. to sell it and work. Mm. Yeah. Um, what did you to go back to Jonathan Lynn briefly? What yeah. did you What did you learn from working with him? Other than maybe don't, um, <laughs> don't work in film. Don't work with Jonathan Lynn. I don't know. You know. Yes. Like, don't 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 work in film. Don't no. work in film. Yeah. Uh, no. Because he he's sort um, of done everything, hasn't he? He's yeah. The author yeah. of one of my favourite films of all time, being Nuns on the Run. Um, oh yes, yeah. of course. That's not even a joke. That. I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. Film. Nuns on the Run. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie's in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so Tri- funny. And my cousin Vinny. Okay. Is a very. Um, he, yeah. I'm sure Directed that's great that. too. Yeah, but yeah. Give me Nuns on the Run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He always. Uh, yeah, he kept saying to me, "Only you know that." <laughs> in, in in moments in the scene that I wasn't playing yeah. the scene, I wasn't making clear what the scene was about. Okay. And he'd gone very uh, economy. Yeah, that's what you, yeah. I think. The people I've worked with on script and film are very good at going. Okay, get into that scene, change it from you know positive to negative. That's the point of it. Get out of it as quickly as possible, which right. happens I think more in mm-hmm. film because what do you film, mean positive to negative. Well, you know, you, you come in wanting something and you leave yeah. the scene not wanting it yeah. or whatever. You know, it's the Robert McKee yeah, thing okay. if you read those yeah. books. Yeah. You know, um, because your your character is on a, a num is on one huge journey from yeah. A to B, and you're going to have little journeys to get them there along the way. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to as, yeah. as everybody always says in sitcom, you don't. Yeah. The whole point of sitcom is you never change. It's an internal act too, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, an internal yeah. act too. Whereas in, in 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 film, you've got to get that. So he was very, uh, you know. I would put something in and think, there's no way, there's no way you can cut a word from this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten pages coming. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's right, probably. Yeah. You know, but that, mm. that's fine. Sometimes you just can't see it. Yeah. It yeah. is amazing, isn't it, when you sort of come back with yeah. fresh eyes. Yeah, yeah. And you go, why do you need that? Yeah. Well, I, um, yeah. yeah, okay, you can cut that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, why is he saying that? Yeah. So, why so, is he saying I'm here? <laughs> Yes. Now, surely, We've got a in a visual medium. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm back. So you say yeah. you've you've written four screenplays. Right? Yes, and uh, unmade, they, still fighting to get them made. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, how, uh, how many drafts have you gone through? Oh, man, a lot. Yeah. yeah, on actually two of them, a huge amount. The, the two that have got very close. 
the one I'm talking about with Jonathan, we probably did 22 drafts. I mean, by the end, you're not, you're doing smaller. You know, it's, yeah, not, like yeah, a, it's not like yeah. a page one rewrite. So yeah, up in the 20s. Right. Um, but that one was going through a torturous, oh, we need a, this actor or that actor. So suddenly you'd have a, people financing it going, we need more of the young people. No one's going to come and see this movie about old people, so let's get the young people. So mm. you'd beef up the young person's story. You know? And then the Marigold Hotel hard. suddenly does well. Yeah, old people, exactly. we love yeah. old people. We love old people, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you get a lot of that, don't you? That they chase the, yeah. the latest I mean, well, how, thing. So how do you how do you keep going through that? Well, what is it that makes you just not want to go... What you were saying, just the, bl- the blind belief that it'll happen. And actually, because yeah. you're enjoying the process. I do actually enjoy the process of writing. Right. right. Well, that's very... That's fortunate, then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, suppose, you know, you're just going to blank it out, haven't you? This voice <laughs> yeah. going, this will never be made. So yeah. Rob Grant always says, the voice yeah. going, it's never been made. It's going to yeah. be shit as well, if yeah. it's ever made. <laughs> that's true. Damp it I mean, I think of, like, you st- if you start with radio, um, where, as a writer, you have a lot of control yeah. over what's written against what then goes out yeah and then and then in tv if you're very lucky you're writing you've got between between your writing vision and what goes out yeah there are people producer people who who can speak the both the language speak <coughs> your language yeah. and the language of tv so they kind of protect you in a sense from the the, the worst excesses of that but it sounds like with these movies that you you you're not really protected from that yeah. you are you know you 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 are yeah, rewriting are based on somebody's economic view of a thing rather yeah. than because the story has something that's not right about it i mean but presumably there's a lot of that there's as a lot well. of that as well you get a lot of great notes from lots of great smart people but there might be yeah. lots of other people or money changes so yeah. exactly as you're saying that there's a new money person and he wants a different mm. thing mm. and I think that's why Jonathan in the end yeah. was tired of making films because he said I'm just tired of being chairman of the board right and that's really what you are particularly the sort of movies that he was making by, yeah. by the end with Eddie Murphy or yeah. whoever you're, there's so many people yeah. uh, telling you telling you what to do and generally the things that work best in comedy are Kind of writer yeah. led. They're kind of authored, authorial, you know, Gremlin and stuff. You know, listening to Gremlin yeah. here on this podcast. You know, again, mm-hmm. it's he's sort of the boss. And that, yeah. and anything, yeah. and that's not to say that you're kind of, I'm in charge, but yeah. it's your kind of vision and, and, and you're kind of leading mm. that bubble. You, put, mm. you create this environment to, to lead that bubble. And really, anything, the things I've done yeah. that have worked have been the things that I've, been, I've had most control over. Yeah. Or with the group of people that I'm the creative partners. Yeah, and there's no yeah, and the, and the sort of it's it becomes a whole thing, and it's sort of not diluted, or which yeah. is why I guess the writer performer Saturday Night Live types like yeah. Will Ferrell, or whatever. Yeah, they're writers and performers, and so they are the movie, and they can do anything they want. Yeah. so they can author this thing. Yeah, um, and then occasionally a a movie like The Princess Bride gets made. Yeah, which you know a well respected writer had the total confidence of a brilliant director yeah. and this weird film turned out and it's basically perfect. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. It's Goldman, um, isn't it? Is it William yeah, Goldman? William Goldman, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, he's not even a comedy writer. Yeah. Damn yeah. him. I know, um, it really is so great. And it's just like, we're going to have that giant, we're going to have that yeah. girl that you've never heard of, that guy you've never heard of. Yeah. And mm. that short... And the bloke from Homeland. <laughs> <laughs> who just, you know, yeah. when I suddenly uh, worked out, oh, shit, that's the guy from... Was that Brides. Mandy, 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 Mandy Patinkin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was also in Without a Trace or something like that. Uh, is he? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he is a medium one toy, yeah. And boy, he must be so tired of that. Yeah, yeah. so good. You know though. what I mean? Especially because he probably... They yeah. probably shot the film in, what, six weeks? So six six weeks of his life yeah. will now last forever. Yeah. <laughs> 
do you, do you, yeah. do you ever get the urge then to just say as you're you know relaxing by the the, the pool in yeah. LA, um, yeah. but thinking, God, I wish I was just performing now in front of thirty people in the. Calton Studios or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Hens Edinburgh. Hens Edinburgh, yeah. No, well, I gave up performing for about, I don't know, about 10 years, I Mm. suppose. And wasn't really, didn't really have much of a a desire to go back to the guy, the comedy unit guys, you know, who make... Mm. Limmy and Burniston and mm. still game back yeah. in the day. Oh, still oh, yeah, so great funny. show, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of Saying eleven to a lift. Yeah, I mean that's just one of the great <laughs> sketches. Yeah. Only, I love them. I know the only way to monetize Facebook watches, you know, like it's like <laughs> ninety million people have watched yeah, that sketch. It's, it's so crazy. Funny. Yeah. So funny. But yeah, but they asked me to do a thing called Scott Squad. I don't know if you've heard of that. Oh yes, yes, Scott, right, yes. police thing, yeah. semi improvised. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's what got me back into performing. It was just kind of half, you know, in the middle of a take, thinking. I'm not doing this any longer. Yeah. This is actually this is fun. fun. And, they and the whole improvised thing. <laughs> they send a yeah. car for you. And there's a hotel. <laughs> and yeah, but improv- semi-improvised. Yeah. That's kind of, that's very interesting. I hadn't done yeah. that before. And really enjoyed that. And the, the turnover, how much material you can do. Yeah. And how it just takes the pressure off, you know? That you've got a kind of little storyline, but you follow it, go wherever you want. Yeah. And did obviously... You, did you write it? Or? No, a guy called Joe Hewlett writes it. So you get a little... Yeah. A lot of my character stuff in Scott Squad, I'm being interviewed behind the desk. I'm just a kind of pompous leader of the police force. Mm. Um, but the rest of the time, there'll be sketches where, you know, someone's come to do this and A, B and C happens, and then you just go for it. And it's so freeing because you suddenly go, okay, well, it doesn't matter. Right? You think it makes you more nervous. It makes you much less nervous. Because it doesn't matter if it doesn't work. Yeah. Because we're improvising. Can we go again. Yeah. And they'll cut it out. Yeah. yeah. And also, you can go where you want. Yeah. You realise that so much of performing that worries you is forgetting your lines. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> if there are no lines, you can't forget them. So you just yeah. go, right, I'm going to say this now. Yeah. And then did another thing called Scotland a Day for Channel 4 in the back of the referendum, right. where actually I was just filming myself. And that was, re- the camera was so small. Yeah. I just walk around holding the camera, talking to it, improvising it, and then showing, right, you speak, I'll speak, you speak. Yeah. And that was fantastic. Yeah. And you think, okay, well, this is, maybe there's programs to be made yeah. really cheaply like that that might work, that you can just get through. Because often when you perform, you know, an hour to light a scene, and of course you want it to, but then also you think, well, a lot of the time, I remember even in Absolutely, you think, oh shit, we've got three minutes now to perform it. Yeah. But this is, you know, this yeah. show should be about the performance. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. It's words, and, but we just don't have time. Yeah, it's got to move on. We've got to, yeah. we've got to do three of these. Exactly. Did you do a bunch of Stony Bridge in one night, or, for example? Yeah, or, probably. Or, yeah, I think we did. Or, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we probably did. Yeah, because the it? set's yeah, there yeah, and yeah. we would do it. Although, actually, having said that, I think it was back in the days when there was enough money to just bring the set back every week. Uh, um, or absolutely was written in a way where we didn't know what would work, so we weren't planning. Okay. Oh, Stony Bridge, well, oh, we'll do some more of those. Yeah. So that might have been a might have been a series in between them or whatever yeah so do you feel um, in a way that you're slightly rediscovering that you can just do it you can just improvise yeah, you can just completely and yeah. then you sort of yeah. come out the other side and come back to your yeah your performing roots and just getting away with it almost completely i do feel like i'm full circle and i'm really enjoying it you know yeah. that's why i'm going to do edinburgh again it's yeah. just it, I, yeah uh, i and it's yeah it's i mean it's it may, it's nerve-wracking you know it's it I think maybe that's why you know it's like you get standing in the wings and you're going oh fuck why, why, am, I, why am I putting myself <laughs> yeah. why am I putting myself through this yeah. this is insane yeah. gonna, that sort of that one, the one person when, when it's just you on your own yeah. I mean there were the, just the odd moments yeah. there were always like about five minutes before I was about to go on yeah. and often and often it was in Edinburgh it was just like god I've never felt so 
yeah. isolated and yeah. alone and lonely as I do at this moment. At I know this, it's going to pass. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. But I can feel that. In that second of yeah. walking out. What yeah. am I doing here now? Why? Yeah. yeah. I had that doing the Glasgow Comedy Festival, you know, doing that, the cop character yeah. there, which was like an hour and a half show. Um, just standing in the wings, you know, exactly that. I think, I just, is that what you're doing then in Edinburgh this Well, I'll summer? do probably some of that character, maybe some of the other characters. Well, I haven't quite decided yet, really. But right. yes, it'll be, a, it'll be driven uh, probably by that character. Right. But um, yeah, the fear and then, and then get, when you get that first laugh, when you're taking that chair and you get that first laugh and you go, okay, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that's what it was about. Yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. next one there. <laughs> oh, and then you learn. Oh, the last <laughs> bit of directing is always yeah. done by the audience. Because right, you kind yeah. of go, oh shit, that's where the that's, that's where laugh. the laugh is. It's not me. It's Murray replying yeah, to my line that I thought reaction. was funny. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's why I think you know, hopefully live performance and live sitcoms and you know yeah. studio sitcoms don't die out because I think that there's the live so sitcom valuable. stuff. It's so precious and it's such a shame oh, that it feels that's so, really yeah. fallen by the wayside. I know uh, maybe it'll come back because it's really vital that you know, and it's really. It's so unfairly maligned, I think. Mm. You know, you look at Seinfeld, and you yeah. go, "Well, that's a, it's as yeah. it's as relevant today so you did as a, ever it was." You did an episode of um, Stop Start. Yes, yeah. How, how did that experience compare? So it was a comedy playhouse, wasn't it? It was a comedy playhouse with the yeah. wonderful Laura Eggman in it, who I was in my yes, show. Was in, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Proper funny, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, but how did that compare? Were you sort of producing it as well? Not or? really, no. But had no. you done that with the radio? I done, yeah, yeah. I, Stephen Canny right. uh, was the producer on radio right. um, Buzz Lightyear. initially, yeah. And he then. Does, he looks a lot like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah. That's very yeah, true. He does, yeah. And he's a lovely, lovely man, as is Buzz. As is Buzz, yes. but he's got, a, yeah. yes, there's yeah. a certain buzzness. Yeah. And yeah. it's not in the not in the costume. No, it's not in his clothes. <laughs> no, but yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. But we but anyway, kind of developed it together yeah. on radio, right? And it became yeah. The experience of that that was annoying because we'd done three series on mm. radio, and it had always worked as a Radio Four show, mm. and then we took it to television, and we got a bit of a oh right BBC One yeah they want uh, that show, and. We're going to get in the ring with Mrs. Burns' boys and the Citizen Khan. I mean, we couldn't go that far yeah. in terms of being broad, but I, that was the mistake, I think, because it didn't. That the show didn't suit that, you know. Right. Three, mm -hmm. three marriages in a state of disrepair. Yeah. Three relationships. It's really a BBC Two show, and we should have. And I, Steve and I were sitting at one point going, "Actually, let's do it single camera, and let's do." It. I'd seen Mike Berbilia yeah. doing the show Sleepwalk with me, uh, which he then made a film out of, and it was very fluid the way he talked to the camera. I said, well, we can do it like that, just with the six. Let's do it on a single camera, six characters talking all the time, in and out, in and out. But then, no, the slot's on one, let's make it a... You know. So the first script I wrote yeah. was the three couples were having sex. They start talking to the camera about how mm. their sex... Yeah. It was Fleabag, actually. It was a mainstream Fleabag, yeah. um, but with all six people talking to the camera rather than... Yeah. But then we thought, no, and, you know, and Charlie wasn't available. He was busy doing Jekyll and Hyde. So do you wait for the cast you're using on radio or do you go, oh, well, actually, if we wait a year, this slot will be gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. So no, let's make it. Yeah. So, again, we, we, we slightly fell into that trap we were talking about earlier, ending up making something we didn't, I didn't really believe in. Right. In the hope. It, so don't, don't end up having a show not made by making something that yeah. you sort of don't want to make in the hope that it will be made. Yeah. And then it's not made. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. kind of more frustrating yeah. than that. It's just like, this isn't uh, even the show I wanted to do. You've turned down the... Yeah, you've yeah. turned it something. And still, even in my 50s, it's slightly naive that I thought I was making a discussion 
document. You know, yeah. I thought I was saying to BBC One, this is the sort of thing we could do. Yeah. What do you think? Let's all talk about it rather than going, mm. oh, you want to make this show? Well, no, not exactly this show. Yeah. But we're showing how everyone talking to the Isn't that what a comedy works. playhouse no. is? Isn't that? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. No, it's got to be perfect yeah, straight yeah. out the gate. But well, you should, but that's the lesson. Always make, yeah. actually make the thing you want to make, yeah. make the thing that you think the series will be. Yeah. And it was frustrating because, again, in front of the studio audience, it was, I've been around enough as either producing, writing, mm. or performing to kind of know when a show is landing when characters are, are working, yeah. when when jokes are are working, you yeah. know, and something like that was just a simple relationship. Because I was was encouraged because I would look out at the audience and you, it would just be couples there, and all the time they'd just be going nudging each other, going, "Yeah, that's you, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what." You, yeah. And it just it, it, it connected, yeah, you know. But we just we it was a I think there was a bit of an open goal there that we missed by not quite sticking to our guns. Right, we got we got summit fever, and thought, "Oh God, we're going to be," you know, I've never been on BBC One. Mm. I'm going to be on BBC One. I'm going to be, you know, nine thirty on a Friday yeah. again, but on the mainstream channel. Yeah, it's sort of. And it, didn't, it, it's know, almost like you probably should have. Uh, yeah, well, not. Yeah. You know, say like, okay, let's go, Citizen Khan, Mrs. Yeah. Brown's boys. Way, exactly. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay, that's what's that's what is expected. Yeah. But let's do it on our terms. Yeah, I yeah. think you would yeah. have to have got. Yeah, we would have to push it further into that bracket. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but even whether that would have worked, I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah. the, it's moving away from that now. BBC One, it's been more car share. Yeah. It's hard. Like but it's always yeah. yeah there's that it's mission creep, isn't it? Where it's just like yeah. it's going to be this. It's still going to. Yeah. We're going to do this. It's yeah. still going to be this. But we're going to do this yeah, and yeah. then this. Yeah. Okay, it's still it's still very much the second thing, but not so much the foot. And it's like yeah. and it's, you, you it's, don't notice how much you've moved, and then you, yes. But you can say all this with hindsight, which yeah. is great. And yeah. it's, uh, and, but I mean, I think about the, the, the show that, that, that James and I uh, both worked on at yeah. different stages. My, my family, which yeah, was, yeah, which was uh, Jim Carter and Imelda Staunton, right up until it wasn't them. And yeah. Then, yeah, the, the last yeah, yeah, yeah. minute, and then it wasn't anything. Last minute, and, they then, fell out, and then the last minute is uh, like Robert right. Lindsay's Zero Wanamaker. Let's make it, and you know that. Yeah. Would it have been such a hit if it had been Jim Carter Melderson? Who knows? You, you, you no knows, idea. Yeah. But but that was a kind of yeah. last minute change that was sort of forced upon them, and, yeah. and, it, and it obviously made it a very different show. You know, uh, yeah, having yeah. Uh, actually not having a an actual married couple playing the yeah. married couple, yeah. which was, in itself was 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 going to give it a yeah. different dynamic. I'm sure. Oh. So it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And your, also looking at yeah. uh, from a radio to. Uh, television, I, you know, <laughs> it seems so obvious that, but people are actually going to be seeing yeah, <laughs> what's yeah. going on. And suddenly I looked at it and thought, yeah, me, the, the original season on radio, you know, my character's just in love with another woman and it was Catherine Parkinson. Mm. And of course that's fine because already you're just imagining this couple. And mm. I suppose we were like 15 years apart. I don't know me and Catherine, but, and then Laura played it on. Okay. Right. And suddenly it's this 50 year old guy looking and she's 30. Mm. And that suddenly you were seeing, yeah, <laughs> this guy yeah. Yeah. who's thinking, God, she's got. And suddenly, it's, oh shit, this is a bit old fashioned and a right. bit yeah. weird. This is, yeah. Oh no, he's too old. This is, you know, oh time's up, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. for this guy. Yeah, yeah. No, well, and of course, again, we were thinking, yeah. well, no, we're just again, we're just throwing out. Yeah. Well, it could be. It doesn't have yeah. to be that kind of age gap. We're just showing a. And, no, that, and there's no and you don't think of that yeah. at the time you're just thinking because Laura like, comes um, in is incredibly funny in the dish yeah. and you go yeah. you're great let's yeah. it's like Claire in yeah. the Community which is a great yeah. really brilliant very successful radio sitcom 10 series now 12 yeah, series yeah, yeah. and they did try and do it for TV but there was just something about putting yeah. social 
work and care in the community on TV yeah. That, yeah. that sucked a bit of the humour yeah. out, that, at least when it's in radio and yeah. you can sort of imagine yeah, it, yeah. but then when you actually see... Yeah. The yeah. stuff that is the the, the horrible yeah. side of it, yeah. which you, you know you can get away with that on the radio, but then it, it just well, oh yeah, you can yeah. do it on TV and yeah. it's it's called damned. It's damned, it? yeah, you yeah. Have to, you have, you're, again, you're, you have you to go further. You start in a totally different place, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's from you know, yeah. from Joe Brand, former psychiatric nurse, yeah. writing, yeah. getting on, you know, and that okay, but yeah, it's, yeah. it stops I, becoming I, the. Yeah. yeah, it's not coming from a light, yeah. you know, clown yeah. zone or a light, mm. fluffy place. Yeah. Whereas yeah. damned is, yeah. oh right, so the ki- ki- kids might have to be in care because the, uh, you know, yeah. it's a sex worker. Yeah, you know, those are big yeah. issues. But then they're taking them on in a very yeah. gritty kind of single camera way, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's um it's tricky how they're being so uh, going from yes, Karen Arthur right. Strong on the radio to the television. Yeah. It became a different thing and still kind of worked in yeah, its so own kind of way. Works. And there was a studio audience, but it's hard. Know, but it's also hard having done it myself unsuccessfully hard to not resent the fact that you want to do it worked on radio why can we not yeah Yeah. and actually a million two million people heard it on the radio and you know and bbc one some comedies aren't getting more than that porridge didn't get more than a couple of million yeah yeah um so you're thinking why why is it that i don't know best all of a sudden yeah yeah um it is quite hard to sort of do all that stuff because you've got again you've got much more control haven't you I mean, yeah, and actually, yeah. in, my, in my case, works. I was, you know, in my late twenties, having just done Think the Unthinkable, and I was sort of like, oh right, oh is that how it works? Oh okay. Yeah. But in your case, it must have been just like, yeah. come on, what? Look, <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Can yeah. you not just trust me? Yes. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good. Get yes. <laughs> yeah, let's get on with it. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of that with uh, on old guys, which yeah. I produced for you know. Oh yes, Armstrong of course. Armstrong and Bain and Sam and Jesse and Simon Blackwell. Yeah. Yeah. Writing that, that I, every now and again, when there yeah. would be, you know, interference from, you know, even the controller was involved. Going, oh, put them out in another order, and this one isn't. And you kind of go, well, it's you know, why it's, you, I'm sure you're just, head of the channel? Why are you worrying about up, this? You know, mm-hmm. and I had the you know, oh, I could, I'll speak to the guys, but oh, they're no, yeah. they're at the Oscars, yeah. <laughs> because they're up for, yeah, yeah. and then maybe we should trust those yeah. guys. Yeah. But and that's, that's why ultimately quite, you have to love writing, which is what you yes, do, exactly. and getting back to doing some live stuff, connecting yeah. with an audience. So I hope this therapy session has been very helpful. Yes, it's quite yeah. a therapeutic month for you. It's, yeah, completely. Yeah. So mm, uh, same time next week. Same time, yeah, I'll see. <laughs> How much do I owe you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll discuss that later. Yeah, right. um, thanks so much for coming onto our podcast yeah, and for at least pretending to have listened to previous episodes. Bless you. <laughs> no, I have. Thank you. I'm a big fan. No, I have. Thank I you. Uh, and uh, thanks very much, Jack Docketing. Thank you. Thank you very much.